A new biography of the late celebrity chef and TV star Anthony Bourdain is out next week, and it's causing quite the stir. I don't know if you've seen the reviews. Um, Called Down and Out in Paradise, The Life of Anthony Bourdain, it dives into his life, but specifically looks at how the outwardly successful and inwardly tumultuous years um, that led up to Bourdain taking his own life in France while on location for his CNN show in June of 2018. It is a tale of love and fame, success and insecurity, addiction and betrayal, and it paints a picture of Bourdain through 80 interviews and documents, texts, email exchanges sourced from Bourdain's phone and laptop, but it's also one that Members of, his family, members of his family, or at least his brother, have already called hurtful and defamatory. Well, joining me now is Charles Learson. He's a journalist, the former executive editor of Sports Illustrated, and author of several books, including Ty Cobb, A Terrible Beauty, Butch Cassidy, The True Story of an American Outlaw, and the upcoming Down and Out in Paradise, The Life of Anthony Bourdain. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the show tonight. Oh, happy to be here with you. There is such an enduring fascination with Anthony Bourdain. In fact, even in, while he was alive, there was a fascination with Anthony Bourdain. Why do you think that is? And, and what drove you to to want to write about it? Yes, it, you know, it's a very good question right off the bat, because mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to kind of wrestle with this uh, kind of early on in my process. Uh, uh, you know, he he was a, a presenter, a host of a, of a TV travel show. He was a writer too, book writer and article writer. But but it was as a, a, a TV personality that he he gained fame and and he was he was <laughs> he it, what to call him is a good question because he didn't want to be called a journalist he wanted to be called a storyteller mm-hmm. but I think the secret of his success was just some kind of irrational chemical uh, thing between him and the audience you know we can't it's like when you when you meet the person you're going to marry or something you know you <laughs> there's no there's no explaining it there's just you just know it's there and uh, he had that uh connection and he made that connection to a to, to a degree uh, that's kind of astounding there's so many people uh who thought who felt that that he was their friend some of them, not all of them are delusional. Some of them just, just recognize that as a sort of a, a feeling, but, but that was the feeling he, he sort of engendered in people. And, and I think that was the secret of his success. Yeah. Did you feel the same way? Were you a fan? I was, yeah, I couldn't help but be, you know, I, I, I loved the way he looked, the way he carried himself. And it was one of my big surprises to find out uh, as I did the book that he was actually rather very awkward Several people pointed that out to me. He was he was very tall, six foot four. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but people would say, you know, he wasn't. I, I say in the book, you, it, it's true after all. You can't imagine Anthony Bourdain dancing. You know, he true. He, he, he wasn't. He, he he as good as he looked in clothes and walking down a street in, in India or or New Jersey. Uh, he he, uh, he he was he was an awkward fellow. Yeah, I, I, I think part of maybe the appeal, at least that I felt watching it, is that is that you sort of watched him struggle to be to find himself. I know that sounds very trite, but there was something engaging about him because you sort of sensed that he was on this journey and you were with him for it. I think that you know that's kind of how I felt about watching the show and so forth. You set off to write this book. Um, it's not always easy to write a biography to go from the blank page to the finished product. Clearly. Um, what were you hoping to discover when you set, when you set out on this? To, what, what did you want to learn about Anthony Bourdain? Well, I, I guess I wanted to learn what a lot of people uh, seem to want to learn is like how the guy with the best job in the world and seemingly the best life in the world in a way, how, how he came to take his own life. Uh, and my 
interest in that is is I I I think it I think it's fairly common. That's what people will say something like that, and and it's it has to do with the human condition. You know, wondering about the human condition. What is it about us that uh, you know? As I say in the book, that the, with celebrities are kind of crash test dummies for the rest of us. They live life. At a, at a faster speed, they have more of everything, more money, more fame, more power, more good looks, more, uh, you know, sex. And, 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 uh, and, 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 they, and then we watch, we look at them and we see how that affects them. And very often it doesn't, uh, it's not, not for the positive. And if I may add, I think we find that reassuring to a degree that you can have all these things and still not be happy, that happiness is, is something else. Yeah, I don't think I've ever spoken his name to anyone who didn't think, well, he had the best job. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, I, I did nothing like Anthony Bourdain, but I spent time on the road working as a journalist. It's lonely. Mm-hmm. It's lonely to wake up in hotel rooms by yourself all the time right. and be out and about. And I think that may have been a fallacy of his life. But in fact, it seemed from your book, at least, that he was lonely, complicated, very complicated story, but that he was, in fact, uh, you know, struggling deeply, struggling deeply in those final years. Yeah, he, he he worked himself to a point uh, where, as I say early in the book, he pushed people away. He 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 got he 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 worked himself to a point where he was really unhappy and was pushing other people away. And I think that's sort of a, you know it's been said by wiser people than than me that that other people are both are are well Sartre said hell is other people, but other people are also. Also, this also this the secret of happiness, you know, our relationships and all. And he was he was he was pushing people away until the point where when he died, there was there was no one in his life who who had the role of kind of the person who plans your funeral. And uh, as a result, he's he, he never had a funeral. He's he's never been laid to rest in any kind of formal way, either publicly or privately. How did you manage to to delve into this past? Because you know there have been other things written since his his death. There have been there's been a movie, and a lot of it's pretty, um, pretty positive. Uh, how did you manage to to delve into some of the different parts, the, some of the stories we hadn't heard? Well, I hope my book is is positive and generally positive because he's if if he's not an intriguing and admirable man, I don't know why we'd want to spend you know a book length talking about him. But but it it it. it yeah, I, 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 I came at it. I didn't spend, I, I've seen the movie once and um, I read Kitchen Confidential probably 14 times. So I, th- th- there were there were different sources that I delved into more that are already existing sources, but I wanted to, I wanted to get my own story. So I wanted to talk to uh, people that had known him, uh, people who were characters in the book Kitchen Confidential. I say that it was a work of nonfiction, yet there were personalities in the book and people in the book. I, I wanted to seek them out, the ones that were still living, and and find out about them. and And I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you know intimate uh, uh, family members, lovers, uh, ex wives, and uh, and. And, and and that's eventually what I did over the course of two or three years. It was, in a way, traditional biography making. Yeah, yeah. You relied on some newer forms of of communication, like text messages and emails, and so on. I guess you pointed out that these are the are the letters. You know, we used to biographies used to rely on people's correspondence, and this is just modern correspondence, right? Right. As I as I researched the book over the course of several years, I. I was I managed to obtain these texts and emails, and um, 
uh, I didn't get them surreptitiously or in any sneaky way, and uh, and they they were given to me, and um, uh, I'm, I'm not about to say no to that. And um, and and you know, people have some people have said, oh, he looked at his phone and his laptop. Well, you know, that's where the texts and emails are stored. In the old days, you know, you'd find letters tied up in a ribbon in a box under the bed, which also seems pretty personal, but, but, and they were, you know, and we, you know, we, we care about Emily Dickinson's letters and Abraham Lincoln's letters and even Judy Garland's letters. And why, why not Anthony Bourdain's? You, you took a lot of time to look into, I guess, the one issue that everyone talks about, which was the tumultuous final years, because it felt like he had never been better in terms of his success. Um, you know, that he could have taken that career anywhere at that point and instead decided to end his life. And you looked into that, those tumultuous two years leading up to that. What did you find? I mean, it's an impossible question to answer, I imagine, but what did you end up finding out about uh, those final years? Well, I, I found out, you know, in a way, a lot of things. And, but, you know, a, a human being is not a jigsaw puzzle that you fill in all the pieces and then you step back and say, ah, or it's not a puzzle you solve. You just, you find out a lot of, you find a lot of things and some of them are contradictory and some of them are, um, Hard, hard to figure out what they mean, but I—he I, 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 was certainly someone who who hit a peak of happiness that he he sort of uh, put a marker down on his show on a it was an episode filmed in Sardinia and he had mm-hmm. just uh, recently married his his wife uh, Octavia and and he had a child and the, and and he and he was meeting his wife's family for the first time in Sardinia they 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 had a connection there and and he was having a wonderful time and he said at the end of the episode he said what what happens when all your dreams come true? What do you do? He didn't know what to do uh, when all his dreams came true. Uh, he he had a hard time being happy, I guess, you know. And uh, uh, he, he, you know, in, in my book, we hit that point and then you turn the page and in the next chapter, he's he's on to the next, he's on to his final girlfriend uh, with whom he had a very difficult relationship. And uh, it's it's, you know, he had a, he was he had a big problem with alcohol, and I, in my personal experience, and and maybe in research bears this out, uh, people who have a problem with alcohol have a hard time sort of sitting still, either figuratively or literally. They they they're jumpy, and they sometimes want to move on to the next thing all, all the time. And and he was certainly like that. And uh, so he he couldn't he couldn't sort of relax and and stay in a state of of happiness. He had to keep he had a, he was sort of he was also addicted to to being busy, I think. So mm-hmm. he, he, he went, he went, he, he went back on the road after his, his marriage. He, he made this good marriage, he went back on the road and the distance that the, that creates, he was, he was traveling 250 days a year. That's very hard on a marriage. And it's sure enough, it, it wore out his good marriage and it led him to his final girlfriend. Uh, the reception of it has been, I mean, it, it, there are those who are upset by this. Did you expect that? Um, I, I, I didn't think about it too much, you know, and, and, and the people who are upset, uh, I haven't met an upset person with, with one exception, his brother, uh, uh Tony's brother who, who's upset and, and has read the book, um, uh, uh, so far. So uh, people are, uh, are expressing their opinions, uh, uh, you know, without having read the book, I don't really care too much about, about that. And, and, um, I, I wrote a biography and, uh, uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's the story of his whole life from birth to the end. I, I, if you 
you know, I say to some people, if, if you don't, if you're not curious the way I was about how this man who had the best job in the world came to take his own life, that's, that's okay. And, and if you, or if you want to just remember, stop him halfway through the life at that point, like in Sardinia that I mentioned, where he said, what do you do when all your dreams come true? And remember that Anthony Bourdain and not know about the rest. That's if you're that kind of person, go for it. You knock yourself out. I, 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 I don't relate to that kind of person. Not the sort of person I would want to have a beer with. I, uh, I'm curious about, and I think probably most people are curious about life and the human condition and, 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 and what happens, what, hap- what, what happens to our friends, even our, even our imaginary friends like Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He always used to end his shows and you just pointed out the perfect example of it with uh, what do you do when all your dreams come true? He used to always end his show with sort of a synopsis, a, a wise thought, something to, to that you, the viewer or reader would walk away with. For your book, what do you think that is? What do you think that that BOMO, the closing word, is uh, for for this one? Well, it may be the Buddhist lesson that life is difficult, uh, but but that's that's the bad news and the good news uh, that it's a struggle, a continual struggle. Even 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 when you're Anthony Bourdain, even when you have wealth and good looks and success and love, you had so much love. Uh, in the world, so many people loved him, uh, and uh, um, he—it's it, it, a struggle. And uh, it, you know, you got to cut yourself some slack and give yourself a break, and and uh, and not wear yourself out. I think he 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 physically exhausted himself, and then he was taking in the vast amounts of alcohol, which is a a drug that that further exhausts you. And um, I, in in a way, that's one very mundane explanation for his ending i think yeah and 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 i guess readers will 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 see a different kind of bourdain than maybe i mean i guess that's always the struggle with writing a biography about someone who people feel like they know is that you reveal things about them that maybe people didn't want to know and that's always the that's always the challenge isn't it yes it is yeah i can't i can't apologize or change who he was you know i just present him as best i can as he, who he was. And I think he was a hell of an interesting guy. Yeah. I mean, do you think he would have liked the book? Do you think he would have, he would have approved of the way it was approached and, and the way that it was relatively, um, you know, it, it was, it's raw, right? Right. Certain, certain friends and family members have told me he would have liked it. And, 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 um, uh, you, you know, and, and he was a guy who, who was all about cutting through the BS and letting the, the chips for where they may, you know, and he went, when, when Anthony Bourdain traveled, he never went through the official travel agencies of these countries, except maybe one or two instances when he absolutely had to in Iran or someplace. Mm-hmm. He, 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 didn't, he didn't do the, he didn't do the authorized version of anything. He wasn't an authorized kind of guy. So I think he might've appreciated a, a sometimes raw and unauthorized biography. That's I hope done with respect and, and well-constructed. Well, Charles Lerson, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, look, it comes out uh, next week. So congratulations. Thanks so much.